His name is Nathan Penny. He is Westpac's rural economist. I call him Pollyanna Penny because he's an optimist, and you're going to find out why shortly. But Nathan, I want to start with your old bank, ASB. I see they've come out today and talked about the recession, a 2% contraction for GDP by early 2024, and I reckon they're pretty much on the money, or am I being too pessimistic? Be optimistic for me, Nathan. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, why not, Jamie? I think we've penciled in a 1% uh, decline in GDP for, for our recession later this year. So while you could argue that that's optimistic, nonetheless it does does represent you know, the economy going backwards. And, you know, and, and um, people having to change their spending habits, um, you know, put their wallet away and, and, and make some tough choices. And I think that's very true on farm and on orchard, orchard as well, Jamie. Let's have a look at... On-farm inflation, because we know that for the general population it's 7.2%, depending on who you believe, on-farm inflation could be as high as, what, 12 to 15%, but you reckon it's going to come off quite markedly this year? Yeah, yeah. just looking at what it is or has been recently, you're right, it's, it's more like 15%, Jamie, you know, on, on average across all farms and orchards and cropping um, farms as well. Looking forward, though, I do believe it is come, going to come off fairly rapidly over the rest of this year. And, and some of the key things there are things like fertiliser, um, you know, urea prices internationally are actually down nearly two-thirds from a year ago. That's you know, got more price declines to come on that front. But one of the keys, which has been a little bit of, bit of a surprise and in a way a silver lining to all the bad weather we've had, is that feed prices are really coming off the boil and that bodes well for falling feed prices over the rest of this year, if not into next year. Let's have a look at some of the sectors. Global dairy trade auction tonight, it's been lean pickings in recent times. I see the futures market is pointing towards a a smallish drop. Uh, Maybe we should be thankful for small mercies. Yeah, that's right, Jamie. I think, um, you know, uh, in a way, we're limping into the end of the season dairy-wise. I don't think there's much prospect of that changing in the short term. But um, very much for next season, I am. I have got my Pollyanna hat on, and I am optimistic. You're shouting the odds at ten dollars, Nathan. I don't know what you've been smoking, but well, I need some of this positivity. You're at ten dollars. The other banks, some of the other banks, are, are, are chucking a milk price out, starting with the seven. And I think the milk futures market is currently sitting at seven dollars fifty. How the hell do you get to ten? Yeah, well, that's a very good question, Jamie. And I think I think one way to start um, thinking about why not seven? And I think one question there is, how do we get to a seven? And to get that, we need a glut of milk. And, you know, if you think back to the really lean days, you know, half, half a dozen years ago or so, we, we did have a, a really big glut of milk. You know, we were pumping out 10% growth in production per year with conversions left, you know, all, all around the country. And in the end, we had a glut and we got a really harsh downturn in the milk price. So have we got a glut now? Um, and the short answer is no. So that, that's why I, the key reason why I don't think we're going lower is we haven't got a glut of milk. And that's, that applies here in New Zealand, um, overseas in the US, Australia and Europe. There isn't any sign of a glut. So that's, the, the, that's why we can rule that out. Why am I positive on the pen? Well, I think it's a combination of that, that really subdued milk supply globally and um, a rebound in demand as particularly China comes back into the market and demand picks up from what was very weak demand last year. 
There'll be a hell of a lot of dairy farmers listening to this thinking, I hope Pollyanna Penny's right. Can I just finish on the sheep and beef guys? The poor old sheep farmers at the moment, you know, lamb's gone back quite a bit from very good prices in recent seasons. Wool's worth nothing. In fact, it's a cost at the moment. Strong wool I'm talking about. It's tough to make a buck in that industry. Yeah, I mean... I, you know, I don't think I'd disagree with you there, Jamie. It's It's been a rough ride, and with margins in the sheep and beef industry t- much tighter, so those costs are definitely biting. I guess just just in the, in the in the recent history, you know, lamb prices have turned around back above seven dollars, and, and and mutton prices have improved too. But we, I think we need to see more. I do think they are going to continue to lift, Jamie, and I'd include beef prices on that particularly with US beef supply very tight. So I think things are on the improve, Jane. I think we can see light at the end of the tunnel. doesn't mean to say we're not going to see a tough um, patch for the, for the next few months. I love your positivity, Nathan Pollyanna Penny. So what we need is a $10 milk price, $10 a kilo for beef and lamb, and $10 a kilo for wool, although I'm not holding my breath on that one strong while I'm talking about. Thanks for some of your time and positivity on the show today. Cheers, Jamie, as always. Good to chat.